Good morning, good day, good afternoon, good evening, good night. This is Tangentially Related. I'm your host, Zen, and with me today, once again, is Maple and Beatrix. Uh, hi, I'm Maple. It's raining again. Somehow we always record these while it's raining. It's kind of funny. Makes for a good mood. Hi. <laughs> yes, today we will not be playing evil music games. Today I have prepared a small, much less solid rules game about movies. Hopefully we'll get some points this time. <laughs> hey, I got plenty of points last time, I think. Most by luck, and you only really knew one song. <laughs> I guessed one song. Yeah, none of us were counting the points. Oh yeah, the points don't matter. <laughs> what are we playing today, Zen? Today I have taken some movie titles, swapped out all of the words for synonyms, or mangled them up in other similar way, so it's the same movie title, but with different words. Sounds fun. Yeah. And it's actually ended up being only movies. Uh, I originally planned on doing movies and TV shows, so the example would have been The Dusk Domain for The Twilight Zone, or something of that nature. That's a good one. Yeah, it's a good solid example. But yeah, we're gonna go through these and riff a little bit on movies and media and just have a good time. Alright. Sounds good. And... Like, there's lots of time. <laughs> I had a lot of fun last time, so I'm really looking forward to this time. Yeah. Well, I guess uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna start us off with one that I think will be somewhat on the easier side of things. And that is the movie The Kaiser's Fresh Moves. Ah, that, I already know it. I don't already know it. Either I have heard of this title before and I can't make the connection. Or I have not heard this title before, and for obvious reasons I couldn't make the connection. For some reason, the first thing I thought of was The, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, but that's definitely not it. <laughs> it's definitely not it, because that's a TV show. But it is, well, I think it's of a similar age, somewhat. I mean, yeah, it's just both 90s. It's, uh, I can't never remember the title because I never actually watched it, but it's the, the king, the emperor's new groove. Correct. Oh, that, that, oh, I have seen that. It's from 2000, actually. Yep. That's still the 90s. <laughs> it's close. <laughs> the 90s ended on, 11, on the 11th of September, 2001. I mean, that's accurate enough, I think. <laughs> I mean, that is when there was a big, oh, yeah, things are different now moment. Yeah, the 90s was like the end of history, and then history just kept going. In a way. But uh, depressing stuff aside, I got a point! Yes! Woo! Yay! We have a point. And we've all seen this movie, I think. I have not. Yeah, I've seen it. Sen's seen it, I assume, unless you didn't see it and you're just pretending you did. I could go get the copy. It's right over on the other side of this room. Oh. In a cupboard. Okay, yeah, you've probably seen it. Yeah. Just like I was trying to make a joke there about how you say we've all seen it, but you could be lying just to say that. I'm already getting a headache. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh. But yeah, no, we, we've all seen that one. It's a Disney movie. It's... It's not one of the most usual Disney movies, actually, which is nice. It's usually those that I have enjoyed. Even if you haven't seen it, most Disney movies are just kind of absorbed through osmosis or something like that. You, there's like a TV series out there, and you just see scenes of it everywhere, and you know what it's basically about. Yeah, yeah. Interestingly enough, 
absolutely not in any way close to my favorite Disney movie. My two favorite Disney movies are two of the least successful ones. <laughs> so Atlantis, I assume? Number two. Uh, the Sword and the Stone? Nope, I haven't actually seen that one. Uh, what's more an unsuccessful? Lilo and Stitch? No, no, no. No, 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 no. I got sequels and shit. I know. I, I'm trying to... Th- this was one that they intentionally shot in the foot. Sounds like Disney. I don't know enough movie trivia to figure this out. Um... It famously had a 70-30 design rule where it was 70% old-school style of uh, everything inside the universe and 30% sci-fi. Like, oh, I have no clue. Treasure Planet. Ah, oh, I've heard of it, kinda. <laughs> I think I've seen trailers for it on DVDs a while in the past. Oh yeah, the tra- every trailer was crap. Huh? That's one of the ways they shot it in the foot. They spoiled most of the movie in the trailer. I don't really remember the trailer, though. Uh, well, maybe we should do, like, a, a movie-watching podcast at some point. <laughs> a mo- that could be interesting. <laughs> yes, what an excellent podcast episode. We watch a movie. The audience can't watch a movie. We'll have to trust that they know what the movie's about. And it's the least successful one. Oh, no. You, you time it so, like, yeah, we're hitting play at three, two, one now. <laughs> and... Like, put the movie on in the background and listen to us comment while watching the movie. Ah, so the audience just has to purchase or obtain their own copy of the movie. Yes, that. <laughs> I mean, get, get... Although, if you're, anything, if, you, if you're anything like me, your library has DVDs that just stop working somewhere in the middle, and then, like, the timing will probably be off for the second half of the movie or whatever. What the hell do you do to your DVDs? Nothing, it's the library. Ah. It's the local library, public library. Oh, jeez, yeah, no, that's that's an untrustworthy source. Besides, 90% of people nowadays will probably be able to stream it from somewhere. Or just pirate it, I guess. Hi, I'm 10% of people. Hi, I'm also in that 10%. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm not gonna get Disney Plus, so... Mm. Anyway... Yeah, The Emperor's New Groove. Apparently we didn't have much to say on it. I mean, I haven't watched it, so what can I say about it? (laughs) Uh, It does feature one of the best fourth wall-breaking gags. Uh, Actually, it features two of them, but they're very connected. I've definitely seen them, but I don't remember. What, is it the one where they have, like, the uh, the red and blue dotted lines on the map, and that they're actually yes. in real life, yes. or not real life, but oh, yeah. in the context of the movie, it's real. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. They, they run along a map, it's a chase, it's a race, and you see a sort of blue lines, and I think one of them is red dots, and the other is blue triangles. And then, then you zoom into, like, the real outside-the-map real-life sort of thing, and they leave those behind, and it's just, like, the bad guy's following it, and just looking down, just what the heck is that looking behind him? Why the hell are we leaving those? Shrug. Keep going. <laughs> and then the second one I'm assuming is when they actually have the map and Kronk is all looking at the map and is like, by all accounts, it doesn't make sense that we got here. Yes. <laughs> and they're actually, yes, looking at the map. Uh, yeah, wow. That that was probably not the best way, best description. It's also hard to be as funny as that character, so... Yeah, Kronk was good. Kronk was good. And I actually got the lines here. It's like, I was thinking, first the question is something along the lines of just, 
how did you get here before us? And then he, Kronk says, yeah, you got me. By all counts, this doesn't make sense. Hmm. <laughs> just pulling down a map out of nowhere, pointing at it and just letting it roll up into nowhere again. It's just hammer space. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. And it's the same map from earlier. Hello, welcome to Silence. It's very quiet here. What an excellent time for the next movie title. Hint, hint. Yes, moving on. I'll be doing a lot of editing again. Ah, oh, these are fun. Unless I edit the episode, which may or may not be happening. Uh, leave this segment in if I'm editing the episode. If I'm not editing the episode, take it out. That's how we'll know who's editing the episode. Yes, whether it's someone who has edited two episodes of a podcast or... Someone who does it for the first time. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I've edited audio before, but it was never a podcast. Same. I'm editing my 13th, uh, well, 17th, 18th. I've edited a lot of podcasts. Uh, you've done it before. <laughs> You're a veteran. You're a veteran. You don't count. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't tell the difference between 13 and 17. You must be bad at counting. Well, my current series has 13 episodes, but I've also done two episodes of another thing. And then at least one more. Once you go past a dozen episodes of things edited, it doesn't matter anymore. You're a Basically. veteran. Yeah, I was just trying to make a pun on counting. Ah. <laughs> and I shut puns down hard. No, denied. <laughs> and it just flew over my head. I like puns. <laughs> I, I'm okay with puns if I'm the one who comes up with them. <laughs> anyway... This one's probably going to be one of the harder ones. Fun. The shadowy feudal nobility. The shadowy feudal... No nobility. Shad... Hmm, what's a synonym for shadowy? Shadowy dark? The dark medieval king? Well, no. Uh, this one is one of those first ones where it's like, yeah, not every word actually means another word. It can be two words meaning one thing. Hmm... So wait, can you give us the whole thing again? The shadowy feudal nobility. And feudal feudal nobility Oh is... feudal nobility is one thing. Yes. The feudal nobility would be well it could be a king, but it's probably not that. No, that's a freaking royalty. Yeah. It probably isn't a count because accounts aren't particularly feudal either. Uh, -huh. uh what's particularly feudal? Uh the, the it's mostly that they were part of the feudal system, so to speak. And look, it's a hard one to get another word for. It would have been a great idea to learn about the feudal system. I did not learn about this feudal system, but it would probably have been a good idea to do that. Think medieval, and you'll probably find it quite quickly. It probably helps if you've gone to a European high school. Yeah, I mean, I live in Canada. That's <laughs> not in Europe. No, that's North America, pretty specifically. It's only Canada and US that is North America, so it's one or the other. But yeah, basically, first thing, first sort of title you can c come up with when you think medieval. What? Okay, I'm thinking... Okay, no, that's not a title. That's just a thing that is medieval. Never mind. I'm thinking, like, back to my high school days and be like, yeah, you got, like, the, it's not the workers, but the, the, the peasants. The peasants. And the peasants are working for the, the, the guy who owes the land, the, the, the land master. <laughs> yeah, you're thinking way too hard on this. Remember, this is going to go together to form a three-word 
a, a three-word uh, title with the dark. 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 Maybe that's a better way to think of it. The dark magician? No, the dark... I summon dark magician! <laughs> no. <laughs> I do not have a dark magician at hand, by the way. I could have, but I don't. Uh, I should know what this film is, the dark... Yes, you should. I've never watched it, though. I've never seen it. What, Jared? Ah! Oh, 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 I figured it out. Never mind, I've watched it. It's a Batman film. Correct. <laughs> it's a Batman film? I have seen, like, zero Batman films. The Dark Knight. For one, if you count the Lego Batman movie. Mm, not really. <laughs> Dark, Lego Batman movie's fun. It is a fun movie, but yeah, I mean, don't, don't know how much I counted. But yes, it is The Dark Knight. A.K.A. the one with the Joker. Oh, that that totally makes sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Knights, feudal nobility. Find another word for knight. I dare you. Hmm. Uh, Hmm. Yeah, it is not an easy one. I don't know, like, it's a it's a period of time during which there's no sunlight. Defender. Mm. But yes, The Dark Knight. Not bad, right? And hey, you could have some alliteration if you said The Dark Defender. Oh, wait, no, you'd have to change Dark as well, so never mind. It's just the shadow. It's the shadowy. <laughs> Which is also not the best one, but we figured it out. I kind of revealed the, the dark because you already said that. I was like, yeah, good enough. This one is hard. That, that one is hard because it's hard to find a good replacement for night. <laughs> That's a fucking... It's true. Are you a big uh, Batman fan, fan of the, 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 the Nolan trilogy, right? Oh, yeah, the Nolan trilogy. I find... I, I loved Heath Ledger's Joker. Like, as any sensible person would do. Like, it is a phenomenally written freaking... If you Google anything about writing villains, or search on YouTube for anything about writing villains, you will find at least five things discussing Heath Ledger's Joker. For good reason. He was a great actor, too. So yeah, I get why you like that film. I never really got into the Dark Knight uh, or the, the, the Batman films myself. Yeah. They, they can be... Yeah, it They're is... a bit dark. <laughs> <laughs> For good reason. The Dark Knight is dark. Who would have thunk it? <laughs> but yeah, no, the, it is a freaking grim movie at times. Like it, is, it starts with a brutal bank heist. Yeah, the bank heist scene is pretty classic. With oh, the yeah, masks. It a, it's a great freaking bank heist scene. I've seen some bank heist things. I've seen a movie, a, a Norwegian movie, that's based on a real bank heist that happened oh. in Norway. And that is barely tops out the Dark Knight heist. But that's because it is so damn real. <laughs> Dang. That sounds good. I should watch that. What's that movie called? Mocas. How is that spelled? N-O-K-A-S. Mocas, okay. All one single word. Mocas. And that is actually the name of... I think it stands for... Uh, I'm gonna check what it stands for. I really love bank heists. I have seen... Uh, I love uh, bank heist episodes in TV series, for one. They're just a lot of fun. Where you all got all these characters kind of stuck in this building together and, you know, police is outside so they can't go outside so they're stuck in the building together and they just have to figure out how to solve the situation. Great way to increase drama. Neat. Same with zom zombie films. You got people stuck inside because there's zombies outside. Ugh. I cannot deal with zombies. I just cannot. 
But yes, NoCAS actually stands for uh, Norsk Content Service. I, I can't do a Nor- I can't speak Norwegian for the, for the life of me, but it <laughs> makes perfect sense for me. So basically, Norwegian cash handling or cash service. Yeah. And NoCAS robbery was basically. It's kind of. Uh, it wasn't quite a bank heist per se. It's more a a robbery on a uh, postal place, but it happened and it was freaking crazy. Sounds good. Unlike a US robbery, only one person was killed and that was a freaking travesty because that was a police officer. No one else got hurt as far as I know. That's pretty rare for only police officers to get killed in the US. Oh yeah, pretty rare for... (laughs) Yeah, especially for only one person to get even a scratch during an entire incident like that. Because what they did was they charged in with freaking machine guns and shot up a window that they didn't think was bulletproof first, but find out, oh shit, this thing is bulletproof, we need to shoot it out, basically. With a lot of bullets. Huh. That wouldn't fly in America, they'd have sniper helicopters flying around and just picking people off at that point. It sounds pretty extreme in both cases. At least if the stereotypes are true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so yes, The Dark Knight. Good movie. It's grim. But definitely a recommendation. Good to know. I think I'm going to pull another really... This is probably the hardest one, I hope. <laughs> Alright. I mean, the other two so far have been so hard that I couldn't guess them at all. So, technically it's equally hard probably for me. <laughs> Unless I guess it instantly. That would be great if you guessed this one instantly. <laughs> yeah. It would be even greater if I guessed it correctly instantly. Yes, uh, this one is a many more words than the actual title. Yeah. A half dozen plus one followers of Bushido. Oh, um, hmm. Sorry, what's the last word? Bushido. Can you write that down? Oh, I already know it. I'm sorry. I mean, a half dozen plus one is seven. Okay, yeah, Bush... Bushido? I, I don't know what that is. It's like a half dozen plus one is seven. Uh, what language is Bushido, you think, Minstrafter? Yes, that's a good clue. Uh, hmm. Is it going to be Japanese? Is this just like there's seven samurai or something? Yes. Yes, it is. Ooh, you got it! <laughs> I feel like my brother might have been watching a movie called something like that. But it's like... I, I didn't watch it, just my brother was watching it, I didn't. I haven't seen it yet either, but I know a lot of films. Yeah, I Actually, I haven't actually seen it myself either, but it is a well-known movie, and it is a samurai movie. Yeah. Which are kind of just, yeah, they're, they're cool. I have it on my list, I plan to watch it. Uh, at some point. <laughs> at some point in the near future, I got this list ready to watch a lot of films. Uh, and I've been going through it pretty quickly recently, so... Watching a lot of horror films this month, which is great. Uh, the Thing, a lot of zombie films. Holy shit, there's a place showing it nearby on Sunday. Huh. <laughs> I did not expect that. I, I'm now thinking, should I go for that just because? Yes, you should. Bring a mask. Yes, yes, bring a mask. Current times say bring a mask. And watch that film. <laughs> and now I'm thinking, like, I, I wish I had a samurai mask. Like one of those freaking 
wore masks to samurai sometimes wore just just because you should wear one of those really big straw hats like those oh those are a little bit more complicated but uh... like those half circles or half uh, globes i guess sphere that's the word i was looking for now i'm very confused uh it's not really a half sphere but more like uh if you were to slice like the top third of a sphere and that's made out of straw thought the hats were like very flat cones or something. Yeah, cone hats are more, uh... Like if you got a cone, and if it was a very flat cone, and there was no bottom to the cone, it's just everywhere except the bottom of the cone. That is not a portion of a sphere. Well, maybe we're thinking of entirely different types of hats. Yeah, maybe we are. Hmm. I'm, I'm gonna provide some picture reference for the for the cone hats for... Just for us, so we have a clue what's going on. Oh, it's pretty much the same kind of hat I was thinking of, weirdly enough. Yeah, but cones are pointy as opposed to spheres, which are perfectly round, because they're spheres. Oh, wait, I know, I know what you're talking about. Um, um... I am finding it as well. Um, it's not really a sphere, though. <laughs> and there's... No, it's more a... It's a very flat... Yeah. But it, but it is a variation of that thing. Yeah, it's a variation. This is what I found. Okay, that's, that looks more spherical, but it doesn't look like a perfect yeah. sphere portion. Or... It's more of a dome, yeah. yeah well, t- 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 memory, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I'm going to have to find where this tangent started and like go like, okay, where do I cut it off? <laughs> I mean, tangents are what we do best on this show. Tangentially related, <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> I mean, I was trying to make a joke of just in trying to greatly imply the name of the show without actually saying it, but sure, just saying the name of the show works. Yeah, just calling it out of works. But I, I should also acknowledge that the stereotype of the cone hat is somewhat problematic. I can imagine. So, with that tangent out of the way, let's get another <laughs> movie in. I feel like this tangent was actually shorter than the other two. It was. It was way shorter. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, That one's going to be hard because it's a weird old movie, sort of. Uh, I like weird old movies. uh, Also, isn't Seven Samurai a weird old old movie? (laughs) Oh, it's weird and old, but it's well known. This one is less well known, so I'm going to skip that one, probably. Uh, Plunderers of the Disappeared Box. Okay, like, the first thing I thought was Pirates of the Caribbean, but I don't know if that's actually uh, lines up with... New, this is older. Okay. Oh, I was thinking Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest. No, that would be something different. (laughs) That would be something very different. Okay, so can you say it again? Because I'm not sure if I heard the second half. Plunderers of the Disappeared Box. The Disappeared Box. Raiders of the Lost Ark? Oh. Congratulations, you got a point. Nice. Yay! <laughs> yeah, I, you got it before I did. <laughs> nice work. Yeah, no cheating here either. <laughs> Hopefully. Yeah, I was. there was no <laughs> cheating here. I'm just... I don't know. This is hard to cheat at anyway. <laughs> yeah, like, would you have... Yeah, you'd have to have some sort of synonym finder and be incredibly fast at typing synonyms. Or well, typing. Uh, that's called a thesaurus. A thesaurus, okay, you'd yes. You have to be really good at looking up portions of a thesaurus, I guess. Like, any method of inputting text into a thesaurus is going to take some time. 
if it's an online thesaurus, you have to type some letters. Yes, that's true. And if it's a physical thesaurus, you have to turn some pages and check where you are. For some reason, I'm surprised that you know that physical thesauruses exist. But I had a physical thesaurus, like, somewhere around here. Ah, that's really cool. I have no clue where it's gone, but I had it, like, eight years ago. I don't know where it's gone now. I've never had a physical thesaurus. I recommend having a thesaurus on hand. It is a useful book to have. I wish I had one. Yeah, I could actually use... Actually, I wish I'd had, I had two. One in Swedish and one in English. Yeah, same. Except Dutch, I guess. But yes, same. Yep. Same principle. Indiana Jones, one of the worst archaeologists in cinema. <laughs> True. How many archaeologists are there in cinema? Um... Not many. There's the Doctor Who character, River Song. Oh yeah, that that I wouldn't count her. Also, cinema. Oh yes, yes, but cinema, sure, whatever. Um, she, she, time traveling weirdness makes archaeology weird. Lara Croft is in cinema. Yes, she's probably up there as well. But she's a tomb raider. She's not an archaeologist, well, though. Isn't she? Is she? I think she technically she is supposed to be an archaeologist. What, what do you need to do to become an archaeologist? Technically, you need to study history a lot. Like, do you have to study history to become an archaeologist, or can you just like be, hey, I dug up some graves, and so now I'm an archaeologist? <laughs> Not quite how it works. It's more like, because that will result in like, what the hell do you think you're doing? You're not trained to dig around with this stuff. What if you broke something? Did you move anything? Is it documented properly? Well, <clears throat> I should explain also, I, I literally have contacts that are literal archaeologists. That helps. So I, I actually know a little bit on this. Because my own history interest, and actually knowing archaeologists, one of which is actually a doctor, uh, like... Ah, that's cool. Uh, wrote a doctor's thesis on the production of Viking glass beads. Because that's a thing. That, that's, that's how specific you can get. I would say that the best kind of archaeology definitely just happens in your own country. Oh, yeah. Instead of going to other countries to start archaeologing there. Archaeologing? <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's a verb. Did you not know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. To a large degree, you are very much correct. There are specific fields of archaeology that are more sort of like, go to that country and investigate. Yeah. But a lot of it is... You people will usually find the stuff that are that is local or national to them to be the most interesting. The exceptions of this being, let's see here. There's a bunch in the in South America ish, the the Maya, the Inca, the Aztec, all of those Egyptologists. Yeah, I mean, the Egyptologists, which are a classic example. Yeah, they, yeah, they have their own field of like they have their own name of on being archaeologists. Because they are so very big and specific. And also, I'm going to add, ancient China is quite a big specific field of going into things. Because holy crap, that that's a place. Yeah, but you can also go more specific. Ancient China was big. I mean, and did things. Cambodia or uh, the countries like that. At least the temples are cool. Uh, where now? Cambodia. Uh, Cambodia it's, oh, yeah, has some of the... Biggest yeah. archaeological cities uh, to be found. Ang Ak 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 Ak
I can pronounce it. I'll find it and uh, give you the name. Angkor Wat? Angkor Wat. Yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, spelled with a W and stuff. Angkor Wat. Yeah, that's a big freaking old stone temple. Cool stuff. And yeah. And Indiana Jones would destroy all of it. Oh yeah, no, he would be running out of there with like some small golden thing as the whole thing collapsed behind him. Yep. <laughs> They're, uh, they're fun movies. <laughs> oh yeah, they're, they're fun adventure They're great adventure movies. <laughs> but that's what they are. They're adventure movies. Do not take them for scientifically accurate. Goodness me. You're telling me you can't survive an atomic bomb by hiding into a fridge? <laughs> oh, we're not talking about that one. We don't talk about that one. Have you seen uh, the Indiana Jones films, uh, Mince Raptor? Uh, yeah, I think... I know we saw Raiders of the Lost Ark for uh, school, last school year, and like I think I'm pretty sure we borrowed the trilogy from the library at one point, but I'm not sure if I saw the entire thing, because my family just tends to start playing movies, and I'm not there, and then I just, I just walk into the living room, and they're like, in the middle of a movie, and... Uh, yeah, hmm. they they do that because they all like watching movies at night, and like I I like watching them not at night. I like sleeping at night, <laughs> although I I don't sleep a lot. Yeah, I, I mean, there's a difference between evening and night. I'm gonna say, you start a movie at eight in the evening, that's fine. You start it at ten, that's too late. Hey, that's that's pretty late at night for me. That that's perfect time to start a movie, and then when the movie is over. You brush your teeth and you go to bed and you just boom. I usually go to bed earlier than ten. However, I usually go to sleep later than I go to bed. <laughs> Same. I just go to bed, two hours of being awake, or maybe more, or maybe less, then fall asleep. That's what smartphones are made for. No, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> that shit'll disturb your sleep pattern and something fierce. I don't have a smartphone. However, I have the Amazon Kindle Paperwhite. <laughs> this video is sponsored. Just kidding. This video is not sponsored by the Amazon Kindle Paperwhite. But I have one. I can browse Reddit with it. Also, this is not a video. And no, we don't have any sponsors because holy crap, I don't... I think I'm gonna check my actual the actual amount of plays I have had in total on the previous two episodes because professionalism. I still need to listen to the Gundam one. <laughs> yes, yes, you do. I downloaded it. If you don't, if you haven't, go listen to the old episodes. One of them is us three doing things like this, and the other one is me ranting for forty-five minutes with half a script. <laughs> Actually, most of a script. I scripted most of it, and went for forty-five minutes. It took me fourteen pages of handwriting. I'm proud of it. Yeah, that's uh, it is impressive stuff. I know. Yeah. Uh, anyway, it's uh, altogether. I we have twenty three plays at this point, so <laughs> oh, pretty good. Not a big one. We're not in the big leagues. We are not getting sponsorships. Oh, I was thinking it would either be more or less than twenty three. Like it would either be twelve <laughs> or ninety or something, but not twenty three. <laughs> My brain is bad at making estimates. Yeah. Okay, so, next movie. This is not one I remember much of, but I know I have seen it at one point in school. And I'm very much making a juvenile joke with uh, the change in the title. As I call it, Dong Without a Price. Dong Without a Price. 
Price with a C or a Z? A C. Price as in cost. Oh, uh, okay, cost. Done yes. without a... Oh, I can't think of any other synonyms to cost and price. <laughs> <laughs> well, the the point, the thing there is, it's actually a two-word title. So the thing is, it's without a price. Ah. Priceless? Free. <laughs> oh, I was thinking three, but... Three dong. And one of you is closer than the other. <laughs> hmm, this is not helpful since we don't know who is closer. <laughs> yeah, we are kind of the opposite direction going here. Yeah. This one is also swapped around in order because it works better grammatically. Yeah, yeah, I got it. I get it. So it's adjective, noun. Yes. And it's a dong. Why is it a dong? <laughs> because juvenile jokes. It's a dong. It's a schlong. Another word there. Free penis. <laughs> no. Okay. But it is a word that could be substituted for that. Priceless penis. <laughs> no. Wrong word you're changing. <laughs> oh, hey. Free scoots. <laughs> oh, I, I actually know it. <laughs> I know the film. It is uh, Free Willy. <laughs> yes. I can't believe I actually got that. <laughs> I do not know this film. Yes, a weird... Uh, it's a film about an orca in captivity that uh, doesn't want to be in captivity, and uh, the whole story revolves around a boy who gets uh, the orca to be free again. Also, you said you saw it in school. Have you noticed that most of the time when schools show movies, they never get to the end? Because, like, by elementary school and middle school, they were always, let's watch a movie. Then, oh no, we're, we're out of time on the movie. How could we possibly have predicted this when we know the amount of time we have available and we know the length of the movie? What? Wow. Yep. That's, we're, we're out of time. Yep. Guess you can't see the end of the movie. Yep. We just have two time. We only have enough time for two-thirds of a movie, but we're going to put one on anyway and just claim we're, we're going to see the whole thing. That's how it goes. Yeah, that's, that's really annoying. Also, Free Willy apparently has three sequels. Yeah, I'm not surprised. Free Willy is the film that during our childhood and adolescence it has been parodied like a million times. Like, we've seen probably seen more parodies of Free Willy than any other film. Yeah, I feel like my childhood and adolescence are at a different period of time from your childhood and adolescence because, like, I feel like I'm really unaware of this movie a lot. Not aware mm. of the movie. And also my adolescence is right now. Hi! Welcome to adolescence. We're, like, in the middle of it. <laughs> it's been going for three years in the past and it'll go for three more years. Okay, Axie, I'm not sure how you define adolescence. Depending on how you define adolescence, it might be not exactly the middle. Who knows? <laughs> not me. Uh, <laughs> have you seen... Yeah, I mean, that scene with the orca literally flying over some rocks. Okay, so there's a picture here. I have never seen this picture before or anything like it. I'm guessing it's a scene from the movie. Scott. An orca whale? Uh, More of a poster. Yeah, I don't think this is from Free Willy itself, but this kind of shots of... Oh, it is from the film. Huh. I've never actually seen Free Willy. Okay, yeah, I guess it's from a poster. 
picture of a poster. Yeah, I've never seen it. Have you ever seen Gravity Falls, Mince? I've heard of the show. I've, like, no. seen portions of it. Don't think I've seen the entire show. Yeah, it's just one show. I, I remember there was a reference to it. I don't really remember. But there's only one DVD of the show at the library, and it's only got six episodes or something. Hmm. Pretty sure the show has more than six episodes. That is accurate. I think it has more than one season to begin with. They're not even episodes in sequence. There's just a DVD with six not in order, not in sequence, not sequentially linked episodes from, like, Season one, I'm pretty sure. Just why? Why? Why is that the only Gravity Falls DVD at the library? That's weird. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, I haven't seen enough of Gravity Falls to comment much on it, other than it is quite interesting, and as far as I know, apparently has a horrible, 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 horrible villain. Uh, I mean, depends on which villain you're talking about. <laughs> uh, the one that looks like a triangle with a top hat. Oh, that's such a that's the, the, the cool villain. Uh, I didn't say. Uh, poorly executed or not. I said he's horrible. Ah. Uh, from what I've heard. Okay. Yeah, but that could be interpreted as you saying poorly executed because the words have multiple interpretations. Hi, welcome to human languages. Yes, I know, but now I've explained myself. <laughs> we are aware. <laughs> Uh, anyway, I'm going to go back in time for the next movie title. Oh, cool. Uh, that is not a hint. Oh. It's only that it's an older movie. Not quite as old as some of the other ones. Back to the Future. No. Oh. Not quite as old as some of the other ones, but uh, it's not a new movie. Knife Sprinter. Knife? Oh, I already know it. And it's... Blade Runner? About the same age as Free Willy. Nope. Nope, it's not. It, there's a ten-year difference. Oh, really? Yes. Because, uh, well, Mince just got it, Blade Runner. Nice work, Mince. Uh, yeah, like, again, this is one that I think my brother talked about a lot, but I don't know a lot about it. Yeah, I've never watched it myself either, though I do know quite a bit about it, because cyberpunk. I have watched both the actually good version, a.k.a. the director's cut, and the cinema version. Yeah. It's not as good, because the cinema version adds a completely needless uh, bunch of uh, narration, which actually ruins a lot of the stuff because it just spoils mysteries that are set up to be mysteries as the movie ends. Yeah, that's what Blade Runner's known for. The creation of the director's cut, pretty much. Yeah, also being a damn good cyberpunk movie. Like, it is, it is known for being creating the director's cut and being the thing that's basically created the style of cyberpunk in Western media. Kinda. I guess Blade Runner came out in the 80s, yeah. And Free Willy in the 90s. 82. 82 even. Wow, I thought way later. Yeah, no, 82. And Free Willy was 93, so... So yeah, that Blade Runner would have a, bit, a pretty big impact on what cyberpunk is. Yes. And it is absolutely gorgeous, even to this day. I'm gonna say that I, I thoroughly recommend Blade Runner. Don't watch the cinematic cut. Director's cut. It is... I know, I know. It is on my to-watch list. Oh, you know, the, the fact that you recommend it is reminding me I haven't listened to any of the songs you recommended from last episode. <laughs> In fact, I pretty much forgot <sighs> most of the recommendations. Pretty much all the recommendations. <laughs> well, <laughs> just listen to the episode again and listen to the songs as they come up. Yes. 
And then also watch, listen to this episode again and watch all the films as they come out. Yes, or at least create a list with those things and get through them. <laughs> it would be great if there was like a list in a list in the episode description or something. I mean, that's always a good idea. Yeah. Yeah. Funnily enough, I've not actually watched most of the films we've talked about this far. Neither have I. I've seen some of them. Actually, I've seen a majority so far, but... Well, it's your list, so of course you would. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, partly it's IMDb's list. I just went to... Like, I came up with a couple of them. It's like, I have no idea what else to put on here. Mm. Mm, IMDb, top movies. Yeah, I get that. Sorry, top... Yeah, the top rated ones. Hmm. Perhaps this could be some sort of hint as to what movies will come soon. If they're IMDb's... Top. Oh yeah, you could have you could have a selection of two hundred and fifty movies to <laughs> pick from. Yeah, <laughs> good luck. Uh, I mean, you still got slightly better odds than randomly picking who's that Pokemon on Generation Two. <laughs> Shots fired. Because there are two hundred fifty one Pokemon in Generation Two, so like if you're completely randomly choosing Pokemon because you can't identify a silhouette. Then if, if you're watching the Pokemon TV show between, like, 1999 and 2003 or four or whatever, whenever Generation 3 came out... I don't know! Then you got slightly better odds! I mean, to be fair, if you just watched uh, the 1999 or 2000, then you would have, like, 100% odds that would be one of the later 100 Pokemon, because they were advertising the newer Pokemon before going back to the older ones. Ah. Huh. That would probably have been useful to know. <laughs> Logic! <laughs> yeah, anyway, I'm gonna pull one that is gonna be either very hard because I make a, an initial leap of logic because seriously, how else was I gonna fix this? Or it's gonna be really easy. It's time for Are We Able to Simulate Zen's Leap of Logic in Our Own Brains and Make a Reverse Leap of Logic and Reverse Engineer the Logic <laughs> Of his brain. That title is too long. <laughs> We're gonna reverse engineer your brain, Zen. Ah, just don't take it out of my head first. <laughs> All right, what's the blurb thinking? Animal Cries Mobile Fortress. So that's four words. And the real title is three, and one of them is technically a name. Hell's Moving Castle. Yep. Oh yeah. Thank you. I was like, this is an anime film, but I couldn't think of which one. <laughs> it's a Ghibli film, even. But yes. Yeah, I was thinking of another Ghibli film, uh, The Castle in the Sky. That's the one I was trying to think the title of. <laughs> yeah, that one. I gotta see that one. I gotta see a lot of Ghibli films. It's very, very good. It's like Nausicaa. So I've heard. I remember I saw Howl's Moving Castle once, but I can't remember when or where I saw it. Like, it might have been actually the time I went to Japan in 2015. Oh. It was one of the first Ghibli films I watched, after Spirits Away, I think, and neither of those two films really uh, left an impression on me. Yeah, it is It is the first Ghibli film I've watched, and I have not seen Spirited Away, because I saw snippets of it when I was too young for it, and it scared the crap out of me. <laughs> Fair. Specifically the, cha the scene where the parents were changed into pigs. Yeah, classic scene. Yep, and it was terrifying for, I think, seven-year-old me. Aww. Aww. Baby. If even seven. I might have been younger. Either way, terrifying. Especially if you are a bit of a crybaby and really care for your parents. You're saying you didn't grow up watching Water, Water, Water Hill Down? Uh, Watership Down. Watership Down, nope. thank you. Nope. 
Nope, I have not seen Worship Down, and I know that one is also horrible and breaks many ensigns because ah, it's a cartoon, it's for kids. Yep. It's not. It is not. That's what my parents thought. It was fun. <laughs> oh, that film is great. So good. No, I don't really recommend it at art, but... <laughs> yeah. Howl's Moving Castle? Recommended. Watership Down? Not so much. <laughs> is it one of your favorite Ghibli films? Uh, it's the only one I, I own, so kind of by exclusion ends up being... <laughs> I mean, tec <laughs> technically for me too, it's the only Ghibli film I own. Not really by choice. Oh, wow, this is actually a time when I actually own more films in a certain category oh. than you two. I have... Our family has, like, more than three, or more than two. Three is more, at least three Studio Ghibli films on DVD. I think, like, two of the DVDs are actually sent over from Japan. And, uh, uh, we have, yeah, we have one that's just English. It's the English version. Mm, so you have the same film twice. <laughs> no, we, we don't have the same film twice. I mean, you could have. W which films do you have? We have Ponyo, that's the uh, the one we have in English. We have uh, Totoro, like the one... That's not the full name, but it's the one with the Totoros, you know, there's... Yeah, Totoro is enough to know. My neighbor Totoro. Totoro! Totoro! Yes. Totoro! Totoro! Okay, yeah, I think... Yeah, I'm pretty sure the last one we have is The Castle in the Sky. Yeah. Oh, great. Mm. That's probably my favorite Ghibli film, honestly. It's kind of a hard mm. pick either way, but oh, I really enjoyed that one. I've got to watch that. I've actually, I don't, I think I've basically only seen a couple. I think I've, I, I know I've seen Howl's Moving Castle, obviously. I've seen Kiki's Delivery Service, and I've seen Totoro. Oh, yeah. But that's about it. Kiki's is also a favorite. Totoro is alright, it's very laid back. Yeah. Kiki's Delivery Service is also very laid back, but it's more... Nicer. Ah, it's so good. Also, I love... Uh, this is a fun fact. Uh, part of the visual design of the city in Kiki's Delivery Service is based on old Stockholm. Yep. I know. <laughs> I am so glad to that because it's like, oh, that's why it felt so homey. <laughs> yeah, I need to rewatch it, honestly, since I've been to Stockholm and all. Yeah, yeah. Also, the, the Catch Returns is also a Ghibli film I really like. And Princess Mononoke. Yeah, there's so many of them that I haven't seen. Weirdly enough, Spirited Away and House Moving Castle are like two of my least favorites. Mm. I love the musical, th the theme of uh, House Moving Castle. It's a beautiful waltz. I don't remember any music from any Ghibli film. <laughs> I think it's the only one that has a memorable uh, theme, actually. And it is a... Does it have a melody? Something along those lines. It's very hard to for me to emulate because it's a waltz. And they have a very particular timing of... Yep. I like waltzes. Waltzes are great. I need to rewatch this film. And I have some DVDs. That makes it easy. There we have it. I think. And I definitely need to watch Ponyo. Which uh, Min's mentioned. Yeah. Alright, I'll quickly play it, I guess. Oh yeah, I have heard this before. Okay, that's a lovely team. It is beautiful. It is like, it's a tearjerker for me, even. Aww. Like, it is, it is, I get emotional over that, because it is so freaking emotionally loaded. To me, at least. It's freaking beautiful. Hmm. Uh, hi, I'm back. 
And I see, see we've got the Howl's Moving Castle theme song here now. That's, yeah, it's a pretty cool theme. Yep. It's a beautiful theme. I, I, for me, it's very emotional. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, let's get, let's see, what, what else do I have in terms of uh, movie titles? Are we actually keeping track of score? No. <laughs> 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 um, Doomsday Happening. Doomsday Happening. Doomsday Happening. Oh. I think I know it. I think it's Apocalypse Now. Yes. Another film I've never watched. If it wasn't that, I would have no idea what it could be. But it's like I've heard that title somewhere. Haven't seen it. I've seen part of it. It is on my list. Don't know what it's about. Because it's a movie title I heard somewhere. It's a very famous Vietnam War film, even though it isn't that much about the Vietnam War and more just like overall war to an extent and weirdness because uh, it's it's an anti-war film basically set in a war. That's uh, generally a good place to put anti-war films. Or yeah, aftermath of a war. But I believe it is the movie that uh, if I don't misremember, it's the movie that popularized the Rite of the Valkyries as a sort of cliche of going in sweeping in. Huh. Alright, that's going to be interesting as I watch it. It's a famous scene. I think it's also the film that has, like, Good Morning Vietnam, or something like that in it, right? Uh, I think that's Good Morning Vietnam. Yeah, that's what I said. That is, that's exactly what Maple said. Yeah, with your, you're agreeing, but you're talking as if <laughs> you're not. There's a movie called Good Morning Vietnam. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Starring Robin Williams. Okay, so actually, you sound like you're agreeing while thinking you're disagreeing, but actually, you're disagreeing, and it sounds like you're agreeing while sounding like it. This, this is confusing. Beatrix, I might chop, chop this out, because holy crap, that's a lot of just going in a circle, and I'm not having it. Please keep it in! Please keep it in! Please keep it in, it's hilarious. <laughs> but also, let's move on to the next one, shall we? Uh, yes, uh, I'm just going to finish with, it's also the movie with the uh, with the line, I love the smell of napalm in the morning. Oh yeah, that's the line I was thinking of. Even though I said something entirely different. <laughs> also, it's horrifying, but yes. Oh yeah, it, it is the, it is a, Grim movie. <laughs> Probably grim in a way I would appreciate more than uh, The Dark Knight. But I'll see, yeah, I haven't watched it yet. <clears throat> anyway, um, what else do I have? I can, I can give a, an early hint. This one is one that will have a similar... Th has a very similar setting. And it is The Venison Chaser. The what chaser? The Venison Chaser. The Venison Chaser? Venison is a type of meat. From a specific set of animal. Venison. What is a venison? I don't know enough about meat to figure this out. Uh, fun fact. I'm, I'm a vegetarian. Wow, wasn't that a fun fact? It was probably not actually very entertaining. No. <laughs> it uh, does mean that we're going to talk about a lot of different kinds of meat now. Like beef. The beef follower. The beef... Uh, or the 
Horton. It's more about the animal it's, it usually comes from. The cow follower. <laughs> no, that's beef. Yeah. I don't know what venison is, okay. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll just reveal this one since neither of you will probably be able to get it then. The deer hunter. Ah, oh, deer. Deer's meat is called venison? Uh, any game meat technically is called uh, venison. But famously, most often it refers to deer. Yes. Oh, the more you know. Yeah. And uh, quick warning, anyone who searches for the deer hunter, it has a very potentially triggering uh, poster. Now I need to look it up. <laughs> uh, no need, I'll show it to you both. But just be warned, it is... It's a movie poster. It isn't for real, so to speak. But it is... Oh. Yeah, that's not uh, pleasant. Okay, so there's a spoiler here. I'm going to click on the spoiler. You don't need to describe uh, it. We've got a very long image URL. It looks like it's uh, hosted on an Amazon. <sighs> Beatrix, cut it out, please. <laughs> Beatrix, cut it out, yes. <laughs> Yeah, you just went beyond the point where it's like, no, it's not, it's not actually entertaining anymore for me at least. I'm actually getting a little bit annoyed, and I make that clear then because. Eh. Okay, yeah, I'm actually looking at the picture now. Surprisingly, surprising lack of deer in this poster. There's a uh, zero deer. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. I don't know why why it's called that, but it is. It's a very grim movie again. Wait, sorry. There's not even any deer in the movie. No, no. See, just the image of the hunter of deer. Well, no. The the movie largely revolves around well, the guy in the picture and. Uh, is there a deer in the deer hunter? Uh, no. It largely revolves around the guy shown uh, in the picture and. There is a deer. So yeah, there's an actual deer in the deer hunter. So that's good. Mm. I've not, I've not watched the film, so I have no other commentary on it. Yeah, this one's gonna be one of those that is like it's a long shot, uh, but it's a very well-known movie. Oh, fun! Those are probably the best. Yeah, and it's probably the last I actually have. No, it's the second to last because the last one is well known, and you'll get it instantly. Ah, fun! Those are the fun ones. Too, I guess. Yeah, uh, anyway, this one is The Finisher. The Ender. Hmm. How many words are going to be in the actual title? Two, and one of them is The. <laughs> okay, it's the first one, right? No, it's the ending. <laughs> the, sorry, no. So we have to think of a synonym for Finisher. The winner? The... Something that sounds intimidating. Hmm. Oh, that's... Um, oh, ah, the Punisher? No, it's not the Punisher. No. The... But you're thinking in the right directions. I mean, I was thinking like the killer. But... That does sound intimidating. Uh, in a sense, maybe. The murderer. Also intimidating. No, you're going too far. It should be a film that's very well known, so... It is very well known. It's a movie franchise that's very well known. I should know this. With a bunch of catch lines. The... Am I having more trouble remembering things that are more well known? Because <laughs> I feel like I don't know this at all. The finalizer. No. <laughs> uh, it's another 80s movie, but it is... The Terminator. Oh, you got it. Yes. She got it. It is indeed 
The Terminator. I actually watched the Terminator film last night. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta watch Terminator 2 at some point. Apparently that's a really good sequel. Yeah, I think I watched like the most recent Terminator film, which is kind of hilarious because you know how the original Terminator film is kind of really realistic in its presentation? Oh yeah, first two actually hold up in terms of time travel. That too, but also like in the presentation of its... um of the chase of the Terminator and the kind of the action scenes, the gunplay, the stuff like that, the kind of mechanics of everything. It's it all feels very physical and very real, right? Yeah, the first one is good. Uh, not not that one stop motion scene. I think they used a blue screen or something there. The interesting thing about the most recent Terminator film is that it's just the most ridiculous, over the top extravaganza you've ever seen. <laughs> Like, every movement they make is like, there is no chance in fucking hell you would be able to do that. I, It's like watching a speedrunner play a game. <laughs> Except, it's like watching a Tussbot play a game, the kind of movements these characters make. And I'm talking about the humans, not the Terminators. <laughs> oh yeah, all of them, it's just nuts. Hello, welcome back to our speedrun of the Terminator power we're trying to get the world record here uh with no glitches so that's let's i don't actually watch speedrunners i don't know how they speak we, we tried to survive the terminator within an hour uh, a lot of speedruns don't really speak because holy shit you concentrate you concentrate hard yeah but i mean like if the speedrunner was about to start speedrunning but hadn't actually started speedrunning yet would they be talking, or...? Uh, I don't know. But anyway, anyway, I'm actually going to pull an actual knowledge bit out of my brain here now for Terminator 2, I think it is. Sure. 2 is the one with the melty cup, right? Like the the, the cup who... Yes, the T-1000 uh, that took up, uh, took up the the thing with the, with the cup, yes. Um, which actually leads me to another good fact that I'm going to start off with while I actually check up. Yes, that is good. Um... That the guy who got a role as T one thousand, his audition was basically just staring for three or four minutes straight, <laughs> without blinking. Was the thing he could do that while running without blinking. <laughs> well, I mean that's great. Or and fire. I think the the one time he blinks in the movie is when he fires a gun for the first time. If even then, I don't remember. I th- I remember him being a really good uh, actor. Yeah, and a large part of uh, like what got him hit the role was he was able to do stuff without blinking. Mm-hmm. Like he played a role without blinking, like just robotically. Like a robot doesn't need to blink, and that just lends it that slight inch of just like uncanny valley, but from the other side, almost as uncanny as Arnold Schwarzenegger. So robots never get anything in their eyes. It doesn't matter if you're made of liquid metal. Basically, you don't really have eyes. It doesn't matter. I feel like if there was enough dust covering any sort of optical sensors, then you might have more trouble seeing. Oh, hey, I have glasses. Duh, when dust covers my glasses, I have more trouble seeing. Maybe, but that's irrelevant for this. I think he has self-cleaning properties. Yeah, probably. Like, how uh, how does the, the, the T-1000 stay clean? Discuss. <laughs> uh, see, I'm thinking it's like sort of molecularly, it's like, Constantly, like slightly shifting the layer of the on the outside, just inwards, and just compressing it all into a ball, and just leaving it uh, in their footsteps. 
does the T-1000 poop? <laughs> yeah, it's just footsteps of leftover dirt, not removed dirt. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's interesting, kinda, and really weird. To be fair, that character is generally pretty weird and really cool. Uh, anyway, um, the other fun fact about the T-1000 is the first time he chase- chases Jung Connor, I don't remember his first name, character, yeah. kid. Uh, the kid is on a motor scooter, a small motorbike. The first yeah. time they filmed that scene, the actor caught up with a freaking scooter. <laughs> He's like, well, I guess that's it. <laughs> He's like, dead out ran and, ran and like caught up with the damn thing. <laughs> oh, wait, I just remembered. I remember our family had like a Terminator 2 VHS somewhere, actually, but I never watched it. And now I don't know where it is. I mean, it's a pretty scary film, so... But like, yeah, I remember just when you said John Connor. There, I'm like, wait, I've read, read, I've read the description on the back of the Terminator Two VHS cover. And it's like, I don't know where that is anymore. I don't know if we still have it. Well, well, uh, the the Terminator Two is a pretty fun film. I think the Terminator One is a bit slow and a bit difficult to watch. Like, uh, like Alien One, which is also kind of slow and difficult to watch. It has great tension, but you know, you kind of need to be into that kind of thing. Yeah, I know someone who really doesn't like Alien, or think it's very overhyped. I think for the time, it did something new, but it it has, it has nowhere near the same sort of impact nowadays as it did back when it was released. Yeah, that makes sense. And I think the same would kind of go for the Terminator. They would feel like art films these days. <laughs> In the age of, you know, the Avengers. <laughs> they just feel like they don't feel like the kind of film you would make these days for the most part so what's your last blurpy thing the final one is the uh, one that is where the heck do I have it conflict among heavenly bodies yeah. conflict um, a two word title though planets star wars oh uh, Ah. Beatrix got it. Star Wars. Yay! Yeah, I never would have got okay, maybe at some point, but <laughs> Yeah, I, I went for like okay, that was one of the earliest ones I came up with and it's like Yeah, Star Wars is a safe bet. Everyone knows Star Wars at this point, basically. It is it is a great one, by the way. Conflict between heavenly bodies. I like it. Yeah. It's a war between the stars. Because stars are heavenly bodies, and war is a kind of conflict. Pretty much Explicitly conflict. The stars are fighting. Yep. Stars are shooting like star dust at each other and destroying them. And that's what Star Wars is about, right? Like actual stars shoot flares, if I remember correctly, like solar flares. At least the sun does. That was the word I was looking for. (laughs) Uh, Also known as, and this is going to get all the freaking keyword searchers going, a coronal mass ejection. Yeah. I'm not making that up. Because the corona, you know, the hottest part of the sun. Uh, no, it's actually the surface as far as I know. Sorry, you're saying the corona is the surface of the sun or that the hottest part of the sun is the surface? A corona is an aura of plasma that surrounds the sun and other stars. Yeah, and the corona is re- is way hotter than the surface of the sun. Huh. If I remember correctly anyway. I think that's like the kind of weird thing. Now it gets hot, and then it gets colder, and then it gets hot again as you... Yeah, much hotter than the surface of the sun. I mean, it's all pretty hot, because, you know, 
It's a sun. Oh yeah, it's over a million Kelvin, so you know, anything weird used to dealing with, ain't got shit on that stuff. <sighs> Sounds nice, warm, I hate winter. <laughs> <laughs> you do not want that level of temperature, that's still a good 900,000 Celsius. <laughs> Star Wars! Alright, how big a Star Wars fan are you people? I mean, I saw Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> I saw Star Wars a few times. Which ones? Episodes 4, 5, and 6. The original trilogy. We have like a DVD set of them. Ah, that's cool. Unfortunately, uh, they didn't sell any DVD sets with just DVDs. Now we have Blu-rays of them. And uh, due to not having a Blu-ray player, we're not really able to make use of the uh, the increased resolution of Blu-ray discs. Not to mention the fact that our television is a CRT television. What would it wouldn't help anyway? <laughs> That's true. Uh, yeah, I think. Yeah, I didn't really see any of the other Star Wars. I think we tried to uh, watch uh, the prequels from the library once, but like we could only get two of them, and the DVDs weren't working as mentioned before because this is all the same library system. It's all the local public library system with the same just this whole time whenever I've been saying the library it's been the same library with the same DVDs that often just stop working. It's not optimal. How many Star Wars films have you seen Zen? I have seen all except for the Solo film. Oh I have actually seen Solo. Oh I saw Solo. Why did I go to a theater to see Solo? I don't even remember. <laughs> <laughs> Good question. It's a weird film to watch. <laughs> it was fine. Yeah, I didn't see it in in the cinema. I saw I've seen all the other sequel ones and Rogue One in the cinema. No, actually, I didn't see the Last Jedi in cinema because I was a bit tired of the stuff. And the movie I watched instead around that time, or a bit earlier rather, was Blade Runner twenty forty nine. I've watched um, so I've watched the original trilogy and the prequels, and I've watched. Uh, the Force Awakens, and I watched Solo for some reason, and I'm done. I never cared too much about the Star Wars films. Like, I watched the original six in, like, uh, you know, the machete order. It was uh, it was a fun day, but I don't feel like ever re-watching any of them. Uh, it just did not have an impact on me ever. Mm. Which is awkward, because, you know, everyone else loves them. <laughs> you just can't get around it. Um, yes, uh, given the amount of uh, shirt t-shirts I have, which are Star Wars themed, yep, people love Star Wars. Yeah, I don't, I don't have any Star Wars merchandise. I just I've seen Star Wars sort of. I get, I've seen like a third of Star Wars. I have seen far more than enough to be a Star Wars fan, um, and it's also a very good. I I'm a mega nerd, but it's a very good sort of publicly sort of like. Uh, Sufficient sort of flag of, I am a nerd, but I'm still approachable to where I'm in public. <laughs> I really like uh, intergalactic or interstellar politic political dramas. Like, it's fun stuff. I watched, uh, I've watched a lot of Star Trek. I've watched some Gundam. I'm uh, looking forward to uh, watching <laughs> Gundam. Yeah, it's fun stuff. That was the subject of the second episode, wasn't it? Yep. <sighs> Gundam Seed, one of the worst Gundam shows ever. I listened to the second episode. I had no idea what the second episode 
idea. I've never watched the show in the second episode. So like, I don't know, I just listened to it. It was your voice. It's like, wow, you're, you're saying, you sure are saying words. I like your funny words, Magic <laughs> Man. Okay, that was a terrible impression. It was a great, great reference though. Uh, you do have a great voice. Um, but yeah, I still plan to watch like uh, Legend of the Galactic Heroes, the old anime series. Uh, oh, I'm still going through that one. It is glorious. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, no, Star Wars is much more of like a space adventure, of course. So it's not really a political drama, <laughs> even though it tries to do that for some reason, even though it always is really bad at it. Like the political drama in Star Wars is just not good. Yeah, it is not. It is not a political drama. It is a, it is a science fantasy movie and part western. It's part science fantasy and part western. If you go in with that mindset, it's great. Well, th then you watch Firefly. Firefly did that really well. Oh, that, that's a completely different type of space western. Basically, Star Wars is a western film, but it's set in science fantasy. At least the original Star Wars was. I guess I never really watched too much Western, so I can't really comment on it anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a very famous uh, story that involves... Uh, that uh, Mark, Hamill, Mark Hamill has told in uh, interviews, which is the scene uh, after the, they got out of the trash compactor, Mark Hamill commented to uh, um, Harrison Ford, and like, shouldn't our hair be all messed up with junk in it and stuff? Whereupon Har Harrison Ford, who had been in a couple of movies at this point, I assume, was like, Listen, kid, this ain't that kind of movie. If they're looking at your hair, something goes horribly wrong. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Uh, that, that, that just sounds like the Blues Brothers at that point. <laughs> <laughs> Though I think, honestly, it would be pretty in in universe in Star Wars for them to literally just take a banana peel out of their hair and throw it away. It's like a gag. It could be. It's like it's fifty-fifty. That's the kind of thing Taurus does, and it's weird. I, I'd say for the original trilogy, it makes sense that it doesn't because it's like, especially the first one. That's on bit shoestring budget at times. It's it's a it's a schlocky space adventure. <laughs> you do not expect that sort of realism. Later on, yes, you kind of get that, but that's because it just got a bit kooky. <laughs> it got a bit kooky. I guess that's accurate. Yeah. Let's just say that. The prequels were, the prequels aren't great, but if you chop out a couple of bits here and there, they are perfectly fine, and they sometimes just had a horrible directing. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, George Lucas, right? Cue someone freaking quoting the bloody sand scene. I don't like sand, it's coarse and rough and irritating and it gets everywhere. Exactly. The problem there isn't the writing. It's perfectly fine writing, actually, in my own opinion. It is horrifically directed because the actors don't have the chemistry and they, George Lucas is not good at directing. Hmm. He's good at coming up with crazy shit. He's not good at directing. Hmm. I haven't actually seen the sand scene. I've just heard the lines, seen them written down, so I have no idea how to deliver that. Also, I actually don't like sand, and it really is getting everywhere. If I'm near if I'm near sand, it actually does get everywhere, and I don't like it. This is one of the reasons I don't like the beach. Uh, another is like I can't swim, <laughs> and like there's not really anything for me to do on the beach except <laughs> just complain. 
Wow, I sure hate being on this beach. Why did I even come here? <laughs> I, I, I do really like hot sands. <laughs> like, sand gets real hot in the sun, and then it's just, oh, it's so warm, man. I love it. It's like the sun. And warm, dry sand can be quite nice. Wet sand is less nice. Yeah, wet sand's like, no. That's not that's not particularly useful uh, stuff. You can use it for some stuff, it's fun. But why are we talking about sand? Because it's coarse and rough and irritating, and it gets everywhere. We're getting out of way too much of attention. So let's. It's not even related anymore. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, let me just pull a thing out here. Um, uh, Star Wars was first released in 1977. That was George Lucas's last time directing until 1999, when he did the first prequel movie. Has he ever directed anything other than Star Wars? American Graffiti and oh, uh, THX 1138, and that's it. Is it the title of a film? Yes. THX? Isn't it the name of, like, audio... Oh yeah, THX, Digitally Enhanced DVD Audio, or whatever. Yeah, that's... It's an audio studio. Stab, stab, Dolby 5.1 surround stereo. I don't actually remember exactly what it says on all the DVDs. Yes, and uh, fun fact, that was uh, it's an American company founded by Lucas. Wait, what? THX is founded by George Lucas? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably then named after the damn movie that he wrote called THX 1138. What in the world? Which is about some kind of freaking robot. Is it like a Terminator? Is it that robot that's in some of the THX logos? Uh, no, it's much more of a police thing, I think. Um, like, sometimes they have, like, a short video where there's a robot or something that comes to repair the THX logo. I have no idea. Uh, let me read the synopsis here. Uh, it is set in a dystopian future in which the populace is controlled through android police and mandatory use of drugs that suppress emotions. How original. Wow. Okay, that sounds very different from the tone of the robot fixing the THX logo, but it's like, I don't actually know what's, what's whatever's in that movie looks like. <laughs> There's not actually a way to tell. Uh, well, there is, and that is I send you a link of uh, an image with those robots. Oh, great, where is it? Right there. Yeah. Oh, there we go. Okay, it's loading, It's lo that's entirely different. Oh wow, that's cool. This is an awesome screenshot. Uh, what we're seeing here is like two literal police officers, except their faces are basically like uh, featureless masks with just kind of the shape. Yeah, silver mannequin heads. Yeah, mannequin heads. They're basically that. And they're just carrying a person who's... Uh, in full white, so it's kind of like uh, striped pajamas, but yeah, at a full white background. And it's a full white background, and he's bald, and it's very clear that he's uh, you know oppressed. Not quite happy about the whole thing. It, it it has some Auschwitz feels. Let's just call it that. See, I got more of a sanatorium vibe, but yeah, the principle of the thing remains. And on the very left edge, there's like a table or something. I don't know what that is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, there's a table. <laughs> yeah, a white tape. Maybe it's a bench. It could be a bench. Most of it's out of frame. I would have focused on the spears first, but sure. The sticks. They're just sticks. Uh, yeah, but there's also a table thing. Okay, the table's not in the second picture. <laughs> 
There's also incredibly awesome motorcycles. Oh, it's Tron. <laughs> no, that's the same movie. And it is way before Tron. Tron is a good movie, by the way. Yeah. I'm not sure how you would create a cinema out of Tron, but... I couldn't, so I didn't. But Tron is a good movie, so now we're <laughs> going to talk about Tron. <laughs> Tron. I don't know anything about it, the end. Well, I've never watched it. I've, oh. I've played light bikes, does that count? You heathens! Light bikes is fun. It's a great uh, LAN party game. Yes, but you need, to have watch, you need to watch Tron. I do. It is incredible. It is incredibly strange, but it's cool and incredible, and Tron Legacy is also good. Fight me. Huh, okay, that's good to hear. I'll uh, add the original to my list. Yeah, Tron Legacy, it has a lot of CG that has aged eh, and it was one of those early sort of like when they were tr starting to try and fiddle around with making people look younger. Yeah. <laughs> and just like, yes, it kind of does fail at some points, but it is still freaking awesome. It's still a ride. And for goodness sake, watch Tron Legacy, if nothing else, just for the soundtrack. Well, I'll uh, watch it at some point as well then. Yeah. Because Tron Legacy, soundtrack by Daft Punk. Ah, well, that sounds pretty good. It is amazing. <laughs> at least in my opinion, because I'm a fan of Daft Punk, to an extent at least. They have quite a lot of good bits. I do have to say, by the way, this tangent was amazing. This tangent about uh, George Lucas's directorial career? Yeah, somehow we ended up talking about Tron. <laughs> Yeah, because Tron is awesome, that's why. Do you want to learn how we ended up on Tron? Then listen to this exact episode, but go back a few minutes. <laughs> that, that is such a bad joke that I just have to keep it. We have completely different styles of humor. Yeah, I, I gathered. We do, but that's, I think that's why it works. I think that's why this podcast works. Yeah, and drives me nuts while making it. Uh, I can imagine that it's not the least frustrating thing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, oh, for goodness sake, come on. But that's that's because I'm dry as hell. I have a very dry humor. Anyway, I think we're this is going to be a perfect length because we're just heading past the one hour, one and a half hour mark. Cut it down a bit, and we'll get to one and a half hours roughly, and that's that's fine. That's not two hours. <laughs> Do you actually want to have a proper outro? My recording is saying that we hit one hour and 32 minutes right about now. <laughs> so does that mean that if we cut down the episode, we'll take off two minutes? That doesn't sound like a lot. Probably a bit more, even. Oh, definitely if we keep talking like this. And th this will definitely shrink it, yes. But yes, we are going to have a... Ooh, I'm actually going to mention another movie first that is just, like, underrated to an extent, has a cult following, but it is so damn good. And I, there's no way I could have made it an anagram or anything like that. And that is the 2012 movie Dread, which is spelled with two Ds instead of an A and a D at the end. Oh. Oh, yeah, yeah, I've watched it, yeah. I watched it in 2012, so... Yeah, it's spelled D-R-E-D-D. D-R-E-D-D. Okay, yeah, it would be hard to make even an anagram out of that. Yeah, uh, and it is an amazing movie, and it is in no way to be confused with the 90s Judge Dredd movie. But it is a Judge Dredd. Which I have not watched, I think. Maybe I have, I forgot. Uh, it was 2012. Yeah, it, it would not be surprising if you had forgotten the Stallone Dread. 
That one is awful. It's a Stallone, Stallone vehicle movie. It's, it's just, no. Avoid it. One of the first acts he does in the movie is take the helmet off. A.K.A. breaking every single rule about Judge Dredd in one fell swoop. Next you've got to complain about uh, Steven Seagal. I haven't seen the... I don't think I've ever, ever seen anything with Steven Seagal in it. At least not that I know of. Oh, wow. That, that feels so alien to me. <laughs> <laughs> my, my parents watched a lot of Seagal films. But I am going to sing the praises of Carl uh, Urban in uh, Dredd because he does keep the helmet on throughout the entirety of the movie. The first time we see the character of Dredd, he's putting the helmet on, and we only see this, a slight bit of the back of his head. Mm. Also, they did make the uh, motorcycle that's in the movie in the beginning. That's for real, and it looks awesome. It's a sweet motorcycle. Well, maybe I'll rewatch it someday, because I... It's worth rewatching. It's very, very, very gory and violent. I think I remember that. But it is also very good. Like, I think most of it is set in, like, one building-like location. One mega block, as it's called. A mega structure, yes. A huge 200-floor building with... Uh, uh, I don't remember how many inhabitants. I'm gonna check quickly. Peach trees. I, I, I remembered off the top of my head it's called Peach Trees. It's set in Peach Trees. But they did bad stuff anyway. Yeah. 75,000 citizens in that one 200-floor arcology. Yeah, it, it sounds pretty... Uh... Cyberpunk. It's based on the comics of 2000 AD, and it is a very, very dystopian cyberpunk future world where everything is very, very shit. Sorry, you're saying 2000 AD. Is, is that just like the year, or is there some sort of other thing associated with the phrase 2000 AD? It is literally the name of the magazine is 2000 AD. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yes. I thought it might just be the year. Did you know that I was born in 1995 AD? I was born in 2004 AD. And I'm on 87. <laughs> uh, AD or BC? <laughs> AD, a.k.a. Anno Domini. The point is it's kind of funny to say AD after years that are just really recent. Hello, welcome to Tangentially Related. We started making episodes in 2020 AD. Exactly, like that. It's, uh, it would be funny if uh, it were funny, which it sadly isn't. <sighs> yeah, I'm cutting this out. <laughs> but yes, the Dread movie. Absolutely a brilliant piece of thing, and it, it is actually one of those movies that I can watch as a sort of shut off my brain and watch it things. And you have to be able to do that. Anyway, at the end, points don't matter. This was all for fun. Everyone got a bit, couple of movies each. It's good. Yeah. I'm really happy with how uh, we both cut some movies and didn't get some movies. There was a lot more balance than last time, that's for sure. Yeah. Yes, yes it was. <laughs> it was fun, it was a lot of fun. Thank you so much uh, once again, Zen, for having us here. I had such a blast. Yeah, it's good times, it's good times. <laughs> so yeah, do you have anything you want to plug, any or either of you? To plug. Uh, I could make a pun here, but I'm not going to. Just about electrical outlets or something. Well, I also have a podcast, but it's specifically about the webcomic Elkunus Shive, so I'm sure most people listening... Oh, let's be real, most people listening this probably also read that. Um, which would be fun if you uh, listen to the Mopreville Monthly, which is coming out every month, hence the name, I guess. 
I also have a YouTube channel, which I hope to be able to use at some point in the near future, which is also just called MapleStrip. Just, you know, Google MapleStrip, you'll find everything there is to know about me. There are not that many of us. Oh, hey, I have a YouTube channel. Probably a bad idea to watch my YouTube channel. I've been uploading content to it since I was 13, and I probably regret a lot of it. Some of it is already outdated. Like, come on, Minecraft 1.11, one command creation that nobody uses. What one command creations in Minecraft 1.11 anymore? I have no idea what you're on about. <laughs> okay, so you see. No, Minecraft... I don't need an explanation. I don't need an explanation. Okay. <laughs> no, no, don't. I don't need an explanation. <laughs> <laughs> I have been Zen. I have been Maple. Phoebe. <laughs> and next time, I don't know if it will just be me, or the three of us, or me and some other guests. We'll see. Until then, thank you very much for listening, and tune in next time. I have no idea what's happening, and something will be up. Bye-bye. This is where we put the outtakes. Are you all ready for, to get this party started? Yes. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> just... Very, not very enthusiastic party. It's just, hi, it's, it's a party. <laughs> Actually, it's an episode of Tangentially Related, a podcast that's on its third episode, and now we've just got the cast from the first episode again. Hi, if you want to know who I am, please refer back to the first episode. <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a lot of spiel that I'm apparently going to edit out because I want to do my intro because it settles a good, solid, like, yeah, this is how, how the intro goes. I mean, we could just stick this part on at the end or something. <laughs> yeah, the outtake of the... We'll see what happens. It's not really an outtake. Actually, we did take it out. Yeah. It's always good to have some outtakes available, but... Zed, get yeah. ready to do your intro. Yes. <laughs>